Hello, everybody, and welcome to A Genuine Girl Podcast. My name is Meredith, and I'm just a college girl who's trying to keep it real while inspiring other girls to do the same. So today I thought I would keep it real by talking about something that nobody really likes to talk about, especially in college, but this can really happen anywhere, I feel like, and it's this whole concept of homesickness. Now, with a new school year beginning, I know a lot of us are gone off to college now, we have started school, and we're away from our families, our friends, the people we've been used to being around for the past summer, and for freshmen and new people to college or school, it's like the first time you've ever left them. (laughs) And that's kind of weird. It's definitely an adjustment, I think, no matter what year in school you are, or even if you're not in school and you've moved recently or you've just been away from your family and friends, it can still be a really big change. And I think it's good to talk about, and I don't think people do it enough. So today I wanted to talk to you guys about my experience with homesickness and some tips that I've found to really help me deal with it a little better and just have a better college experience. Because the truth of the matter is that homesickness can really (laughs) put a damper on your college experience or whatever experience you're having in life. I mean, it can really take over your mind. It can stop you from enjoying the present moment, and it can put your focus on something that's kind of out of your control. But at the same time, there are some steps you can take to feel like you are in control and that this will get better and that you can change your mindset around it. So, speaking of the word mindset... I think mindset is a big key when it comes to homesickness and how you view being away from home. Now, some of you who have listened to the podcast before probably know that I am in college. I, well, I said that in the intro, so everyone probably knows now, but I am a sophomore in college this year, so I got through freshman year and here I am, I'm back (laughs) for another year, so it must not have been too bad. But to be honest with you, there were a lot of points freshman year where I was just not my happiest. It was a very hard time in a lot of ways. It was a big adjustment and it did get better, but for a while there, it was a little rough just because it was new and a big part of it was I was away from my family and the people I knew and had been comfortable being around for what, 18 years? Like, that's kind of a big adjustment to go from seeing them every single day of your life to not seeing them at all. Maybe once a month or every couple months. I mean, I don't know. It's different for everybody. But for me, that was definitely a big cause of the tough adjustment. So I had to really (laughs) change my mindset throughout freshman year. And really focus on those things that I can control and doing things that made me happy so that I could take my focus off of missing my family and instead put it on things that kept me busy, things I liked to do, and I had to keep reminding myself of the reason I was at school. So, long story short, got through freshman year, now I'm here in sophomore year, and guys, I know it's 
probably surprising for some of you to hear this, but I'm going through a little bit of an adjustment again, getting back into the swing of things. I thought it would just be easy peasy as soon as I came back to school again. I was like, oh, you know, I've done this before. I've been a freshman. Nothing can compare to that. And while that might be true, I think still after being home for the whole summer and getting back into that mode that I was so used to of being with my parents every day and being with friends and you know, being home, it still feels weird coming back here again for a second year, even though I've done it once before. And yes, I have been experiencing a little bit of homesickness and just like a lot of emotions the past week as the first week of school just finished for me. And honestly, the first week of school in itself is a reason <laughs> to be homesick, I guess, or just to feel overwhelmed and lost and confused because no matter what year you are in college, it's like, or school, no matter what grade you're in, I mean, it's like a new year comes with new teachers, professors, new classmates, new everything. I mean, I think that alone is enough to get a little stressed out and overwhelmed just because it's all new stuff, but then putting that on top of being away from home can definitely add some difficulties and some homesickness. So I think all of this kind of goes to show why I've been thinking about the topic of homesickness recently and why I thought it would be a good idea to maybe talk about on the podcast because again, I don't think people talk about it enough. People are kind of scared to admit that they're homesick because it definitely does, it makes you vulnerable if you say that you're homesick and you're struggling and you miss your family. I mean, you are being vulnerable by saying that, but I don't think that should be looked at as such a negative thing at all. I think it's something we all can experience. While usually it seems to be more normalized for freshmen in college, for example, because they're usually thought of to be leaving home for the first time, I think it can happen to anyone. Like, I think just going through a new transition, a change, going back to school, like whether you're a sophomore, junior, senior, whether you're not even in college or in the working world, whatever you're doing, I do think it's normal to feel homesick and I also think that there are plenty of things you can do to kind of ease that feeling a little bit and feel better and happier and make your experience, whether it be in college or at work, a positive one. So that's what I'm going to be talking about. And I've come up with a few tips that have kind of helped me navigate this area of homesickness and give myself a better outlook on life and a better college experience all that kind of stuff. So I'll tell you, with that, I think there's a lot of things people say to do that really do have value and do work to make yourself feel better. But I think there's a lot of things that, at least for me, have not worked as well. And I think it's super important to just know yourself. I think that's going to be a big theme of this episode is just knowing yourself and what you need to do to feel better. And that can be hard, I know. A lot of times it takes some experimenting to find what makes you happy and what doesn't. But I think something that a lot of people, or I don't know where I've heard this, but I've tended to hear that if you're feeling down, if you're feeling homesick, just like 
push yourself into distracting activities that make you forget about it for a little while. Because if you're constantly busy and doing something, then you have no chance to think about being homesick, right? Well, I mean, it seems like it would make total sense, and I think it does. I'm not trying to you know, bash that idea or anything. I definitely think in the short run, especially, just distracting yourself can be a solution to getting rid of this feeling for a little while. And that's my key point there. I think last year, especially the first few months of freshman year, I tried to do this. I would try and throw myself into studying, which I know, probably not the first activity of choice for many people, but for me it was like, okay, I don't want to think about this, let me just study, because if I'm focusing on school, then I can't be focusing on my family and home at the same time. And I did that with other things too, you know, whether it was going out to talk to friends or just going to class, going out to eat, you know, things like that. I tried to throw myself into those activities, and I will say that it did help for a little while, you know. While I was out doing those things, I can't say that I was always thinking about home, but it hit me when I wasn't busy anymore. And you know, people always say in college you're always busy, and I think for the most part that's true. I definitely think this year, <laughs> but I'll get into that later. Um, you are going to be busy a lot of the time, but it's just unrealistic to expect yourself to 24-7 be able to distract yourself from the feeling of homesickness or whatever feeling that is taking over your mind, you can't hide and run away from it forever. <laughs> like, I think for me, sometimes it would just come last year at night when I was sitting in my room alone, you know, I was trying to relax from the busy day I had just had, and, you know, some of it was to distract myself from my feelings, and I would come back to my room and I would just be, you know, eating some popcorn like I did, watching The Office like I did, and then it would suddenly just kind of hit me. And even though I was trying to have a good time and relax and distract myself still, it just didn't work after a while. And my mind, everyone's mind, I think, is just powerful sometimes. And those feelings will come back if you don't, you know, make a long-term solution for yourself. I think throwing yourself into distracting activities can only get you so far. And so it wasn't until second semester when I kind of realized, oh wow, like I think I need to do something more to get myself away from this thought and feeling of being homesick. Like I can't just keep thinking of distracting activities every day because at the end of the day, I still feel the same way after those activities are over and I have the chance to breathe and think a little bit. So I'd say with that, if you're going through this feeling of homesickness, I would just suggest that instead of thinking that you have to just constantly be busy and distract yourself from it, just allow yourself to identify that this is how you're feeling. And no matter how you view it, whether you think it's just this awful thing to be homesick that you just can't believe yourself or if you think that it's completely normal and it's okay and it means that you're human like no matter how you view it just acknowledge that it's there instead of trying to hide from it that's 
honestly what I had to do at the end there because I, I'm kind of a perfectionist and I know that doesn't really seem related to this whole thing, but with that, I think I kind of wanted to act like I had everything together and that I was just loving life because as I've said before, I think a lot of us try to portray ourselves as having this perfect life, especially with social media. Everybody wants to be seen as, you know, being happy and having it all together. And in reality, none of us have it all together. And it was just hard for me to come to terms with that first semester, especially when everybody was trying to put that out there in the world. Like, I've got it all together. I'm perfect. I'm not homesick. I love school. I love life. I have friends, like all this stuff. And I finally just had to come to terms with it and be like, you know what? Yeah, I kind of miss home right now. And I just had to not only acknowledge it, but then, you know, after that, I had to find ways to be okay with that and accept it. So like I was saying earlier, some of us might not think that being homesick is necessarily a good thing. We might see it as this negative that we don't want to have in our life. And it that's normal, I think. But I think a big step to actually overcoming homesickness is to not only acknowledge it, but to accept it as something normal and to say, you know what, it's okay that I'm homesick. Like, this isn't going to be the end of the world. And honestly, you have to realize you're not the only one. I mean, I don't know if I'm helping at all, but I, I'm homesick a lot. And so even if you just use me as an example, like, you're not alone. And that's okay. So I think once you actually sit down and acknowledge the issue and accept it, like, in your brain right there, maybe you have to say it out loud to yourself in the mirror, say, I'm feeling homesick and that is okay, I accept it, then it comes to the point of, okay, what are you going to do to change it? Because for me, at least, throwing myself into those distracting activities wasn't going to do it. <laughs> it would for a little while, it would ease the pain for a short time, but like I said, then it would come back. So I had to find a long-term solution to the problem that I knew would keep me feeling good the majority of the time. And obviously there's no perfect solution that will take away your homesickness forever, but there definitely are bigger steps you can take to keep it off and to keep yourself happy more than anything throughout your experience. So this is where I think knowing yourself comes into play. I really had to do some self-reflection after I accepted my homesickness last year. I had to say, you know, what kind of person am I? Like, what kinds of things will truly take this feeling away from me? And, I mean, it's hard to do that sometimes. You might think that you know yourself really well, and I think in a lot of ways we do, but at the same time, there's a lot of aspects of ourselves that we don't consciously think about every day. And I think to really, truly get rid of this feeling of homesickness, we have to kind of look deeper in ourselves to find those things that we don't always think about. So one thing that I think really does make a difference, and this might be something you've done a lot before if you've taken personality tests or any of that stuff, but figure out truly whether you're an extrovert, an introvert, or somewhere in between, and 
that will really help you figure out what kinds of activities you should be getting yourself involved in and putting yourself into to really get yourself away from being homesick. Like I was saying earlier, throwing yourself into distracting activities, well, that could be good, but that could also be bad if those activities don't line up with where you get your energy from. And I do think a lot of us probably have qualities of both introverts and extroverts in certain situations, but I think overall it's good to see which side you tend to fall on more and focus your efforts toward activities that bring you the most energy. I think last year, especially when I was feeling homesick and I had this idea of throwing myself into distracting things that would get my mind off of how I was feeling, I wasn't thinking about what would actually bring me energy and make me feel better in the long run. <laughs> so for example, I sometimes would study all day to get my mind off of the feeling. Other times I would hang out with people all day. and. While both of those things were good at getting my mind off of it in the short run, neither of them was very successful in the long run. And I think studying because, well, I don't even know if that had to do with being introverted or extroverted. I think that was just too much studying. <laughs> it was like overload on my brain. The hanging out with friends part, obviously I love hanging out with friends, but doing it all day every day for me didn't always give me the most energy in the long run, and I would just come back to my room feeling absolutely exhausted at the end of the day, and while for some extroverts who get their energy out of that, they would be feeling great, I just was not not feeling the best, and by not having a lot of energy from that, I was just setting myself up to feel more homesick the later in the day it got where I was feeling just exhausted. So second semester, I talk about this all the time, but I really had to find my balance, and for me, something that really brought me happiness and something that gave me energy and still took away those feelings of homesickness that I was having was going to yoga, for example. I still love yoga, and I'm planning to hopefully get back into a routine this semester because I know how much that impacted me last semester. I would go... A few times a week and it would just really it would bring me energy I, it was more of a solo activity for me and it definitely was more of my introvert side coming out but at the same time I was still in a room full of people and I think it kind of brought the best of both worlds to me because I was doing my own practice but there were still people there and I didn't feel so alone and for me that was just my thing that I found I had to do to feel good and I think everybody has their thing and it might be easy for you to say right now oh well duh I should just be doing this and that would make me happy but for a lot of us it takes some time and you have to just align what you're doing with where you get your energy I think and that'll kind of help at least start making you feel better in the long run and not just the short run. Now, you're probably thinking, okay, this all sounds great, but like, I have a super busy schedule this semester, I have classes all the time, I have so much work to do, and I don't have time to be doing any of this other stuff that will really make me feel happy. I just have to focus on school. And girl, I feel you. This is one of my biggest struggles, or it was last year, it still kind of is, but 
as I've said in previous episodes, I really think the big key here is to make the time for those things that you care about and those things that will bring you happiness and joy and make you feel less lonely and homesick. A quote that I really like to think about when talking about this is, if it is important to you, you'll find a way, and if not, you'll find an excuse. For me last year, I was really good at finding excuses to not take care of myself. I would throw myself into schoolwork, I would just try and again, do those distracting activities, it all goes back to that. Like, I would try to keep myself busy with things that I didn't necessarily love, but I thought would just take the feeling away. And those were things I thought I should be doing, and so I would make excuses for myself why I wasn't doing the things that I really wanted to do. Of course, I think this has its limits, especially in college. Yes, you have to study. Yes, you have to focus on academics first, but you also have to focus on your health. And I think if you can even find one or two things that really bring you joy and make you happy that don't have to do with school and just have to do with taking care of yourself, if you find one or two things, make those a priority. And, you know, I think that's doable. Trying to, of course, just take every single day 24-7 as a self-care day and just like totally treating yourself and forgetting about your studies, that's not the way to do it. But do those one or two things every day, every week, whatever it may be, to really make yourself feel good and don't put an excuse behind it because this is your health and your mental state and your well-being that we're talking about here and that's equally important as studying and doing well in school. As I always say, for me, you know, having a healthier mind and body, I mean, being healthy in general has helped me succeed more in school, and I think it can for anyone. So if there are things that you are worried about when you think about these things that you want to do to make yourself feel better, just don't make excuses anymore. Just try it once, do it one day and have no excuses behind it and see how it feels and I think you'll want to keep going and make that a priority in your life. Now of course you don't have to commit to, for example, doing yoga three times a week for the rest of your life. Like for me, I did it for that semester. I mean, I didn't put a time limit on it, but I didn't go into it thinking this is my lifelong thing now or else that just would have overwhelmed me even more. So that goes along with my next point, which is don't be afraid to change up what you're doing just because you feel like you have to stick with it. I think we all are going to grow and especially by putting ourselves into those activities that make us feel good and happy and take away some of that homesickness we will help ourselves grow and get out of that. And as we grow, we do need to change up what we're doing. We can't stay doing the same thing forever or else we'll, we'll never do ourselves any favors. So yes, focus on those things that you know you like to do, but don't be afraid to get out of your comfort zone and change things up too. So many of you may know that in my case, last year and this year actually, I am living in a single room. Now, freshman year especially, that was kind of uncommon at my school to live in your own room. 
it was something for me personally that I think was one of the best parts of my freshman year, one of the best things that could have happened. But at the same time, it definitely put some challenges in there of kind of isolating myself. Since I did say I'm an introvert, a lot of times I do get my energy from being by myself and doing things by myself that make me happy. So a lot of times last year I would stay in my room at night and I'd watch my favorite show, I'd do a face mask, I'd read a book, you know, those activities by myself that would make me feel really good. But I think while that did make me feel good, if I did it every night, it would really start to take a toll on me. These single rooms, at least at my school, they are tiny. I guess you're sacrificing space for having your own space? I don't even know if that makes sense, but these rooms are small. That's my point. And a lot of times for me, it felt like while it was great to be alone, after a while of being alone, it was like, oh wow, like there's no outside world. Like I'm alone. And sometimes that would make me feel a little like, oh my gosh, it would make me feel a little more homesick. And so I had to start getting out of my comfort zone a little bit, and while I knew that at the end of the day, reading a good book or whatever it might be did make me feel good and it did give me energy, I also had to do it in moderation and change things up and also add some other things to my life and my schedule that weren't all just me sitting in my room every day. So I had to change things up a little bit, and while I definitely didn't get rid of those activities that brought me energy and happiness and got me away from that homesickness, I definitely changed up how often I was doing them or how long I was doing them for. I would get out of my room more because I knew that I kind of needed that to appreciate and enjoy those activities more at the end of the day when it was like a special time rather than just like part of my normal routine in my room at night. So I don't know if that makes any sense, but I'm just trying to say it kind of goes off of that point of experimenting and being open to changing things up. Yes, do those things that bring you energy, but at the same time, like, if you're finding yourself getting stuck in a hole doing those things all the time, then maybe change things up so it becomes more special and more enjoyable when you do get to do them. And, you know, I'm making it sound like this is such a big thing to, like, you know, it's a big step to take to find activities that you like, commit to things you want to do, change things up if they get too repetitive, blah blah blah. And yeah, that does take some effort and time to find, I think, but don't forget that at the end of the day, there's a lot of little things that you can do as well. And that's kind of my last point here. Find those little things you can do on a consistent basis that will, in the long run, make a big difference in how homesick you're feeling. For example, in my room this year, I have the same kind of layout for my room. It's the same size. I kind of move things around though. I've learned a lot from my space last year on how to really maximize my space this year. And part of that is actually I added something to my room that I didn't have last year, and that is a TV. Now, I know that sounds weird, and especially with such a small space, you might be wondering why in the world would you be adding stuff to it? But let me tell you, 
this TV, I didn't think it would have such a big impact on me this year, but it really has, and not a bad one. I mean, you might have thought the story was going in a bad direction, like, oh, I've just been in my t room watching TV every day, but no, 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 no. I've learned, <laughs> I've learned from my mistakes last year on that, but this year, I am really using my TV, I mean, I use it every day, obviously I'm busy and I'm not always in my room to watch it, but it's also just helping me realize, like, there's a world out there, and when I do feel kind of isolated and alone in this tiny space of mine, I'll turn on the news, I'll turn on literally anything on TV, and it's like, oh my gosh, there's people, like, <laughs> I'm not so alone. Even having it as a background noise, it's like, wow, it's just a different effect, and I really have liked having that, and it might sound like such a small thing to turn on the TV when I'm getting ready in the morning just to have that noise, but it really does make a difference and make me feel a little less alone in my room. So if there's something like that that you can think of that will just help you feel a little less alone on a day-to-day -day basis, then, you know, utilize that. Do something with it. In the long run, I think the little things really can add up to make a big difference in how you're feeling. So I know this episode has just been a big ol' ramble. I like to have structure to my episodes, but sometimes that just doesn't happen, and I tried to have structure this time, it kind of just got off of that, so I hope you understand. I really was just obviously trying to be genuine and real and just go through my thought process behind the idea of homesickness. Again, if you're feeling it, know that you are not alone, no matter where you are in life, I'm right here with you, and by aligning ourselves with what activities make us the happiest and by even doing those little things every day that can make us feel less alone, I think we're really setting ourselves up in the long run to be less homesick and have a better college experience or life experience in general. So thank you guys so much for listening. If you have any other questions or comments or anything to add to this episode, please let me know. You can find me on social media at one genuine girl, all spelled out, and Please feel free to also give the podcast a rating or a review on iTunes or wherever else you're listening. I would really, really appreciate it, and it makes a world of difference in the podcast world. So thank you again for listening. I will talk to you guys next week with a new episode, and until then, stay genuine, girl.